Community of Hope, we give God glory for another Sunday to be able to share the gospel. Um, I do ask that you would allow me uh, to share with you from Luke, the ninth chapter, Luke, the ninth chapter, the 21st verse. Luke, the ninth chapter, the 21st verse. It reads, Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Well, brothers and sisters, please join me in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject today, a die to live, die to live. Come on, let us pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this moment that is yours. We thank you, God, for your power, your grace, and your love. Now, God, in Jesus' name, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. God, give me everything I need to share with your people what you have for them. And I believe, God, somebody shall get saved. Somebody shall get healed. Somebody shall get delivered. Somebody shall get set free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You've got to die to live. You know, I, I, I love music and I love gospel music and I love the hymns of the church. And, and, and if you look historically uh, at our music and especially our hymns, uh, our hymns were used uh, to be a major blessing as far as inspiration. Uh, but one of the things our hymns were also used to do was to help to teach our theology. That's right, it was through our hymns that we shared the theology of the church. And recently there's been critique uh, uh, in the last couple of decades of some of gospel music uh, because they say that uh, some gospel music has seemed to be theologically anemic, has not necessarily had the kind of foundational weight, the theological weight that could be most helpful for the body of believers. Uh, as I sat and as I look at that, I realize that in some ways some of our music uh, has become a reflection of the me, myself, and I narcissism of the culture. It's been very me kind of connected, much more me connected and theologically connected to helping us uh, to reflect and understand our relationship and our role with God. That's why I'm so super proud of, of one of Community of Hope's own brother, Philip Bryant. Brother Philip Bryant is a significant producer and writer in the gospel industry, and I'm just so excited about what the Lord is doing through him in this season. Shout out to Brother Phil because uh, he most recently has won uh, two NAACP Image Awards for his work with Sister Tamla Mann. Uh, the, for the album, they got uh, one for album of the year and another for song of the year. For the album, Help Me, and the song, Help Me, uh, which Brother Phil was both producer and writer on. I, I'm just so excited because I look at the work that Brother Phil does, that Brother Phil really has been able to lean into and shape some theologically significant work that is a major blessing to the direction of gospel music.
And there's an album and a project that Brother Phil most recently has worked on that has just come out uh, by Sister Miranda Curtis. And, and, and he's done writing and production on that project as well on her Die to Live album. And I think that this album is so significant and it's a major album because it does what I talked about. It has this rich theological undercurrent that helps us to be able to grow in our theology even while being able to be blessed in the praise and the worship. Brother Phil, Sister Miranda Curtis, thank you all so much uh, for what the Lord has done through you. And they have a song on this album, I'm here to tell you, uh, that is incredible to me. I have listened to this song about a gazillion times. It's called Die to Live. I remember one day uh, I listened to it probably about 15, 20 times and just about, a, I, I just kept having my Alexa repeat. And every time the song would end, I'd say Alexa replay and Alexa replay. And I may have listened to it about 10, 15 times in one sitting. It just blessed me so much. And I believe that this song blessed me so much because it's so theologically and scripturally sound and it connects in so many ways. And, and so if you will allow me in a time that is ours, I just want to be able to look at this song. I want to be able to look at our scripture that I've shared right here. Um, and I do believe that God has a word for us in this song about how we have to die to live. Now, one of the first things I believe that this song and the scripture helps us to think about um, is that we need my grandmama's prayer theology. That's right, uh, that we need my grandmama's prayer theology. Now, my grandmother, uh, Sister Marie B. A. Adams, Sister Marie B. Austin Adams, uh, anytime she went to pray, uh, she would grab us by the hand and she would start with the hymn. She'd say, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? You know, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. Then she'd go on and say, a consecrated cross I'll bear till death shall set me free and then go home my crown to wear for there's a cross for me. And then right after she said that, she would say, Our Father, my Father, the one that is in heaven. Now it gets me because uh, that my grandmother in her theology, that my grandmother would start with a hymn. And in that hymn, it would talk about must Jesus bear the cross alone. And, and, and I believe that this is significant. I believe this is significant when we look at the scripture, when we look at Brother at Sister Miranda and Brother Phil's song, uh, I Die to Live, because I believe that we have gotten away from a theology that has a price. That's right, that we want the benefits of discipleship, but not the cost of discipleship. But if you look at the scripture, Jesus tells his disciples in, in, in Luke 9th chapter, the 23rd verse, he says, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. That's right, must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. And, and, and one of the things that I, I, I have challenged with in today uh, Christianity is that we don't uh, talk a lot about self-denial and, and we don't talk about taking up our own cross. Uh, that Jesus said, that if, if you want to be my disciple, if you want to follow me, uh, then you've got to deny yourself. There's some stuff you've got to tell yourself no to. There's some stuff that it will just not be adequate for you to be able to do, but not just deny yourself, but then you've got to take up your cross daily. Now, 
let me help you with this uh, because it doesn't just say take up your cross because I could get that periodically. Uh, you find a cross and you take it up, but it says take up your cross daily. That every day you've got a load to carry. Every day that you've got something to deny. Every day you've got a cross to carry and you've got to die to self. That's right, that Jesus said to, to take up your cross daily and follow me. Now, one of the challenges uh, with many of us is that we're following the wrong folks. And we're following the wrong folks, but when we follow them, we take up some stuff. Because I, I would dare say to you uh, that you can't follow somebody and not take up some stuff. Uh, that you're following folks and you're taking up their values, or you're following folks and you're taking up their worldview. You're following folks, you're taking up their perspective. You're following folks, you're taking up their language. You're following folks, you're taking up their habits. You're following folks and you're taking up their demeanor. You're following folks and you're taking up their idiosyncrasies. You're following folks and you're taking up the places they go. You're following folks and, and you're taking up the things that are valuable to them. But Jesus says, what? Deny yourself. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Uh, if you want to be a disciple, you've got to be able to understand that there are no crossless disciples. That's right, there are no crossless disciples. And, and the cross, you've got to understand, is the instrument of your death. The, the cross is the instrument of your death. And Jesus is saying that every day you've got to take up the instrument of your death and follow him. That's right, that you've got to die to self and follow him. Well, well, well how do we do this, Pastor? Well, you've got to understand that Jesus goes on to talk about some backwards math. And the backwards math is that Jesus then goes on to say that, that, that whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for me will save it. And I know that doesn't seem to make sense that because we're taught that if you hold on to something, that's how you keep it. But if you let go of something, that's how you lose it. That if you keep something in your hands, if you hold on to it, then that's how you make sure that it's yours. And, and, and you're taught to fight people to not be able to get out of your hands what is yours because you've got to hold on to it because that's how you keep it. Uh, but Jesus said that whoever wants to save their life will lose it. And whoever wants to lose their life will save it. That, that, that's right. That's why uh, Sister Miranda and Brother Phil's song is so important because uh, it, it talks about you've got to die to live. It doesn't make sense, but they say you've got to die to live. In many ways, in current uh, world, uh, folks uh, tell you theologically that if you shout loud enough, you'll get it. Or, or if you jump up and down three times, you'll get it. Or if you name it and claim it, you'll get it. Or, or the way to get the life that you want is to manifest it, that you've got to manifest it, and, and you'll get it. But the reality is the scriptures say uh, that you've got to die to live. That's right. The Bible says what? That whoever wants to save their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for me will save it. That's why I think it's so important about this song about Brother Phil and Sister Miranda. If you live and listen to the chorus, it says, you've got to die so you can live. You've got to sacrifice your all in exchange for what I'll give. 
the things you're going through are just the fire for the altar I built for you. You've got to die so you can live. And I want you to get that. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. That you have got to bear up Christ's cross daily. And you've got to die to self in order to live for Christ. That you've got to die to live. But the third thing, and I'm going to be done, is you've got to understand that the order matters. The order matters. That, 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 as I was looking um, at the song, as Sister Miranda was singing the song, and she went into that chorus of you've got to die, uh, you've got to die uh, in order for you to live, that, that I realized that there was an interesting thing that they did with the song structure, Brother Phil. I caught this. I'm not sure if everybody caught it, but I caught it uh, because the, the structure of the song uh, corresponds to the structure of the scripture. Uh, because, uh, you see, you've got the chorus, you've got some initial lyrics of the Sister Miranda sings early on, uh, that you've got the chorus, but in between the chorus where it says you've got to die before you can live, um, says you've got to die so you can live, uh, the, and, and between the initial lyrics and that chorus, that the, the Sister Miranda sings a song. Uh, she sings a song, a, a hymn, uh, like my grandmama would. She sings a hymn, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future, that my life is worth the living just because he lives. And, and, and as I sat and I looked at how you all structured that, Brother Phil, as I looked at how you all laid that out, I realized it was significant to put the hymn before the chorus. That's right, you had the lyrics because the lyrics helped to lay the foundation. Uh, but then you had the hymn because he lived before the chorus because uh, you had to deal with uh, the life of Jesus before you could talk to people about dying to self. Because if you look at it, that's the way it was shaped in the scripture. That before Jesus, right before Jesus uh, talked about taking up your cross and right before Jesus talked about dying to self, if you look in that 22nd verse, Jesus said, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law. And he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. That Jesus tells the disciples about his cross and his resurrection before he talked to them about their cross. Why? Because they can't face their cross unless Jesus has already faced his cross. That's right. You can't die to live unless Jesus has already died and been resurrected. And you can sing like Sister Miranda sings in that song and that hymn before she hits the chorus because he lives. You see, you've got to understand, I, I like the way that Hendrickson says it. Hendrickson says that conversion as well as the process of sanctification that follows it, though certainly a human responsibility is impossible without regeneration, which is the work of the Holy Spirit in man's heart. 
the, 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 what Henriksen is saying, what the scripture is saying, and how they've laid it out in this song, is that you need to know that Jesus lives in order for you to know that you can die to live. Because the reality is, if Jesus does not live, then you're just dying. There's no hope for you on the other side of the dying. But because Jesus lives, because he lives, what? I can face tomorrow because he lives and all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future, that my life is worth the living just because he lives it, that because a Jesus was able to tell them, look, that I know I'm going to get killed, that I'm going to die on the cross, that they're going to persecute me, I'm going to sacrifice my life, but three days later I'm going to get up with all power. And so because I get up with all power, because I have eternal life, I'm going to let you know that you can make it. And so if you die to yourself, that you can come up with a new life in me. That We see that all throughout our Christian theology that we can see that when we look at what it means to be born again, that we can look at, at, at that, and, and when we look at baptism, that in baptism, what, that we take you down, and, and, and going under the water symbolizes a death, and coming up symbolizes a new life, that even as we serve communion, uh, that we do this in remembrance of him, so that we can remember the sacrifice, the death, but also the resurrection, that that's why this Lenten season is so important as Christians, as we are getting ourselves focus on the resurrection that we have to die to self as we can then celebrate the life and the resurrection of our reborn Savior Jesus Christ. That you've got to understand my brothers and my sisters that, 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 that because he lives, my God, that you've got the power to live. It, it reminded me I had a brother give me a call this week. Brother gave me a call this week and he's really going through a rough situation and lost his job and had found something new and has been having financial challenges and financial issues and this brother uh, who was just hurting on the inside and you could hear the hurt on him you could hear the pain on him but but he was saying pastor uh, I'm at a place in which everything seems to be falling apart everything seems to be falling apart it feels like I'm about to lose it all but yet in the midst of all I'm losing I am determined not to go back outside okay y'all don't understand going back outside not to go back to the streets he said if I want I know how to go and get the money I need I I know how to do that I I can go outside and get that money I can go back to the streets and get that money he said but pastor I am determined that I am not going to live that way anymore and that is no longer an option for me and, and and I know that some would have heard this as a really sad situation of a brother who, who was really going through it but but I heard it as a situation of a brother who was dying to live and, and I didn't just hear his determination uh, but, but, but I felt the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of him giving him the strength to say that I'm going to trust God no matter what that, that, that no matter what I am not going to go back to my old self because I have died to that old self and I am going to live this life 
for Jesus. I, I heard the Holy Ghost moving all up on the inside of him. And somebody uh, today, I, I want to remind you that the only reason that you have not fallen back into some of the mess that you could have fallen back into is because you need to pat yourself on the back. You've been dying to self and the Holy Spirit has been empowering you to live a new kind of a life. I want to let you know that it's not just your power that's moving, but it's God's power that is moving in you and through you and for you. Don't you give up. The Holy Ghost is giving you everything you need. I want you today to understand that God's got you. God's moving in you. God's moving through you. God's moving for you. And you've got to die for you to live. But, but, but you can do it. Why? Because he lives. You can face tomorrow. That because he lives, all fear is gone. That because we know who holds the future, that our life is worth the living just because he lives. Sister, Sister Miranda Curtis, Brother Philip Bryant, thank you so much for that reminder. We've got to die to live. We've got to die so that we can live. That's good news, y'all. Not just that we've got to die so we can live, but because Christ, as he died and was raised from the dead, left the Holy Spirit to live inside of us, to give us the strength and the power to take up our cross daily. That's right. To deny ourselves take up our cross daily, and as we lose our life, we'll gain it. We've got to die so that we can live. Look, today I want to pray for everyone, but I really want uh, to talk to some folks who you've never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. And I want to let you know, one of the best decisions you can make is to give your heart to Christ, to give your life to Christ. Best decision I ever made in my life giving my life to Christ. Why? Because there were some things that needed to shift in me that I did not have the power to do by myself. And I gave my life to Christ. I started to try to walk through the process of sanctification, but thank God for regeneration. Thank God for the Holy Spirit comes to reside in me or to change and transform me on the inside. Old saints used to sing a song, something on the inside, working on the outside brought such a change in my life. Other old saints should say, what? That I, I looked at my hands and my hands looked new. I looked at my feet and they did too. Th th there's a change that can happen, but it's not because you're so great, it's because God's so great. If today you want to give your life to Christ, you want to give your heart to Christ, you want to accept Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of your life, we want to give you that opportunity that if you want to give your life to Christ today, just put in the chat, it's me. There's a link right there that we just want you to, to click on. And as you click on that link, we want to get your information so that we can be connected to you, get you more information about the church and how to be able to fall into connection. Uh, that we, uh, you may already be saved, but you need a church home. Today's your day. Uh, just say, it's me, I want a church, and, and click on that link. But, or you can just text us uh, to 474747. Text the words HOPE DECISION, 
one word to 474747. A link will come right there to your phone, and you can fill it out right there. That we want to get connected. If you want to rededicate your faith, today's your day. I just click the link or type uh, uh, text for help decision to 474747. Today is your day. Look, if you've just made a decision that you want to give your life to Christ or you want a church home or you want to rededicate your faith, and you want to do that today, I just want to pray with you. Matter of fact, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It's my words, but your faith. Come on, won't you repeat after me? Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart, be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person you've called me to be. So today I thank you that I'm saved. I got a church home. I rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. If that was you, if you gave your life to Christ or if you made Community of Hope your church home or rededicated your faith, uh, just text Hope Decision to 474747 or click the link right there in the chat. And we want to be able to get connected to you. Look, Community of Hope, it's time for communion. We're excited to celebrate our sacrament of communion. And so won't you get your elements together your crackers and your juice or your water and your bread, whatever you have, uh, and we shall celebrate it together after this selection.